Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Pulse of Portland. A public affairs program of KKPZ with Paul Van Sickle. Thank you for listening today to KKPZ 1330 The Truth. I'm Paul Van Sickle. You probably well know if you live here in Multnomah County in the Portland area that we do have a a real problem here with the amount of people living in our city that are homeless. And at the last count, about 4,000 people homeless in Portland. But that number could actually be up to four times that with people that don't uh, go in and out of shelters or have asked for assistance in some way. So the, the problem really is a staggering one. In fact, we have about the same amount of homeless people now as we did seven years ago. And of course, that number went up during the recession and has actually come back down a little bit, which is great. And of course, there's great efforts done by area organizations like Portland Rescue Mission, Union Gospel Mission, Salvation Army, and ministries like Bridgetown that are out there trying to meet needs and help those that are on the streets. But there is one person here in the metro area that is doing something a little bit differently. And it has such a personal touch to it and personal connection that uh, I wanted to make sure we got her story out as she's looking to expand and really be able to help even more people. Ashley Ann Burnett is our guest today, and she started Handmade to the Streets. Ashley Ann, thanks so much for taking time to join us today, and I'm really excited to hear more about your story and what it is that you're doing. Yeah, thank you very much, Paul, for, for the time and, and uh, considering me for this. It's, uh, it's a real pleasure. Thank you so much. Handmade to the Streets is what you're doing, and talk just a little bit about when you first had the idea to make blankets. Where did this all start for you? I haven't been at it very long. We took a a few months just to kind of prepare and create. I didn't really want to go out and start handing my blankets out until I knew they were perfect and uh, they would fit the needs of of people who are homeless. So um, it all started probably about four or five months ago. Um, I was was coming home from a Blazer game and I saw a man on MLK. He was sleeping underneath the bridge and he was just sheltering himself with a sheet. Um, It was raining, it was very windy, and it was very cold. And I told myself, I said, gosh, I just wish there was a way that I could help him. And then I thought, I said, I should just make him a blanket. And, and then after just thinking about it some more, I just told myself, I should just make them all blankets. And it kind of just started from there. I, I got my phone out and I started just writing all the ways that I could help them, what materials would be best to use, other things that I could do for them outside of blankets and eventually what I could create um, that could help them further. Once I got that idea down, I created Handmade to the Streets, and then I kind of just started creating um, using different types of materials, different positions where I could create the band just to make it easier for them uh, to carry the blankets. So it was just a lot more of the creation process and putting everything together before releasing it to the public and before telling even my family about it. And that's what's so cool is all the research that you did into this because there's plenty of people that go and again we can we can hand out blankets and those are great they, those are needed coats whatever it is but you really wanted to make something different and really 
tailor it to the needs that homeless people yeah. are facing. So what are some of those, what exactly is your blanket now made to do and how can it be used? At first, I, I was just going to make a blanket. I thought, okay, obviously there's a need for just blankets because sometimes, you know, shelters can't give give enough because they don't get enough donated. And I thought, well, I know how to make them. I have the resources and and I can do that. And then my husband and I were talking and, and, you know, we were kind of going through the fabric store and we thought, you know what, I don't want to just make just this, you know, standard square blanket. And he goes, why don't you try to create something that can be rolled up and they can maneuver very easily because they're always constantly on the go, moving from place to place, getting kicked out of certain areas and having to find new shelter or different places to sleep at. And I thought, yes, I should do something like that. So what my blankets are is you can not only obviously use them for shelter, you can roll them up and they can act as a pillow. Obviously, you can use it to sleep on. But the main thing is that it can be rolled and there's a strap that goes around them. So that way it's easily carried from place to place while they have so many other things that they need to carry or either carts that they need to move around. I just made it so it's very versatile and and lightweight. Um, and we are actually creating, I'm in the process of creating a waterproof blanket as well. Wow. So that way I'm trying to look into different materials that are going to be lightweight, uh, water repellent, and hopefully 100% waterproof. Um, so I'm kind of trying to raise funds for that as well to go out and start creating that process of, of doing that because there's a huge need, especially in Portland where it rains so much as it does. I have a fabric right now, which is just fleece, which is good if it does if a rain does get in, I can, it can easily be rolled out and dried quickly, mm-hmm. but um, obviously water repellent would, would be the best, and so that's what we're eventually going to be going towards. Wow, that's yeah, that's an incredible uh, insight and, and thought process to, to really make this as usable in all situations for people here in Portland. And this not just in the research, but it takes you a long time then to probably put one of these together. How many blankets have you made in? Yes, yes, it does. Um, we've only had a, just a couple of deliveries. Um, I've now been starting to kind of stockpile my blankets so we can make one big delivery because when I found when we do one delivery and I only have four blankets because it takes me so long and they do cost a lot for me to make, uh, I end up feeling so bad because I don't have enough. Mm-hmm. So I'm creating right now. I'm in the process of just kind of stockpiling the blankets that I'm making and then making one huge delivery out Um out there to the to the public so what's the reaction been from the people that you have presented one of these things to unbelievable uh it's it's been a a really rewarding experience so far i suffered close to homelessness about four years ago and so it's kind of brought a little bit of closure to me that i can finally help other people that are are in need when i didn't have a lot so I, i remember my first delivery and and he was sleeping and he just had his his jacket over him and i thought gosh i just I want to hand this to him, but I don't want to wake him up. And my husband goes, Ashley Ann, you are trying to help this man wake him up. It's okay. Hmm. He's going to forgive you. You're going to be giving him something that is going to keep him warm and be way more comfortable than his jacket. And uh, I said, okay, you're right. You're totally right. So I went up to him and I said, excuse me. And and, um, his name is Jay. He was kind of, you know, he wasn't quite sure what to think, Um, especially, you know, with me. And then I had my husband there. And had someone, you know, taking a photo and stuff, just kind of getting the whole process. So he was, he was very resistant. Um, but when I told him who I was and what I do and, you know, what I want to give him, he was just like dumbfounded. He was just thinking, wow, are, are you really, you, you, you came up to me, you want to hear my story, you want to talk to me and, 
and give me this and it's it's handmade and it was just really rewarding it, it was uh, he was very grateful and thankful and, and that just kind of every delivery after that has just been easier and easier and and I didn't really notice the impact I was making until I made the video mm-hmm. of me delivering it to them and seeing their reaction because sometimes when you're so close to it you just don't understand what you're doing uh, and just me watching that video and I sometimes I just watch it over and over again just to kind of remind myself that I'm I'm helping these people and just to kind of get all the other because some people say negative things and um, I kind of go back on what I'm doing and, and, and look at exactly what it is that I'm giving each person and it's just been a really great experience so far and I just can't wait to kind of go out there and, and hand out some more blankets and and other items that I'm continuing to make so it's, it's pretty great the personal connection that you do make with the people you're giving your blankets to not just it's just twofold with the amount of time that you're spending individually to make these blankets and then for you to take time to to hear some stories and get to know people not just here's your blanket and walking away um, that really makes an extra difference for for them too just to have conversation can really make a difference yeah um you know there's a lot of people who who look at homelessness as something negative uh, you know people that think they, they can just get a job easily or or you know they're just choosing to be homeless and you know some people have real stories and you know terrible things that happen to them and every time I deliver one blanket I always ask do you mind talking to me for a moment I would love to hear your story and you know what they they may say no or they may say yes and then that's great and then if not that's okay because some people just don't want to tell their story Mm -hmm. and then they don't have to and I don't expect anything back from it I don't even expect a thank you I'm just doing this to help someone and you mentioned as you're continuing to research, you, you spend hours making these, you want to be able to, to do more, you're looking at different materials, and you've been doing this all yourself. To help move this forward and be able to help more people, you have started a Kickstarter campaign trying to raise $4,800, and that needs to be completed by April 8th, so we're, we're in the final stretch here of yeah. needing to get that money together, and you have, you're almost, you're really close to being there. It's about $4,000 uh, at the time of, of our recording of this interview has already been raised, but talk about what the, the funds will help you do as you, you know, expand and actually incorporate the Handmade to the Streets. I started a Kickstarter just to raise money um, for a, a few things. First of all, and one of the most important is for me to become a nonprofit. Through my journey and, and through having the Kickstarter up, I found that that's really important to have for me to continue to do what I do and to hopefully collaborate with other different ministries and churches and whatnot, would to be established myself as a nonprofit. So, and that's, and that's fairly expensive as well. So that's part of the reason why I'm I started the Kickstarter. Another is to gain a lot of supply. Um, I currently purchase all the material. Um, luckily, since the start of it, I, I've had some things donated, um, not blanket material, but material for straps and whatnot. But they cost me close to $20 to make each one So in, in a few hours. So I'm, I'm having to, you know, I, I go out and I, I spend that, that money out of my account. And if I had more material available, I can make more blankets because I'm only able to make a few here and there when I have the cash or, you know, when payday comes in and whatnot. So mm-hmm. uh, a part of it is to just gain a lot of materials and, and different things that I can use for my blankets so I can create more of it. And then lastly, I'm hoping to patent my blanket. 
Yeah, that would be fantastic. And you've done yeah. so much work and research on how to <laughs> on how to do yeah. this and make it the best possible thing. That would be fantastic. Again, it's such a it's a it's a unique product as well as a unique way to serve that you were doing again with just the individual touches that you have with with these people that you are delivering them to. And again, um, on Kickstarter is where you can find. Uh, where to donate from handmade to the streets they also have video that ashley ann mentioned earlier up on their website what is the best way for people to get a hold of you and to learn more i would say we have a website um it's handmade to the streets.com there is a contact form uh, i check my email all the time and it sends me an alert when i get a new one so i'm very responsive another great way is our facebook page which is just been growing rapidly it's, it's been an amazing um, the amount of support that we've had so far um, since launch, you know, about a month ago. So that's another great way to get a hold of me. And you can even send me a personal request to be my friend on Facebook. I, I welcome that if you, you know, have further questions or you want to contact me or donate any sort of materials or whatever it is, or just to chat. I'm very open and um, very friendly. So you can definitely <laughs> contact me, especially on Facebook, at our website as well. And we're going to have those links up on the Pulse of Portland Facebook page as well as the KKPZ Facebook page. And the Twitter uh, links will be up there as well if you follow us on those. Ashley, and just finally, as you're still in kind of the baby stages and things are just kind of rolling along, do you have a sense of, of a big vision yet? Is there something, a, a dream that you have with this that you would like to see accomplished in the next, you know, whether it's 5, 10, 15 years, whenever it is that yeah. you're done? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um one of the ultimate goals is to, to figure shelter out. Um, I would love to be able to take in people who are experiencing homelessness mm-hmm. and try to figure out a way to help them further. Another huge goal of mine is to expand it to other cities, whether that's just getting in touch with other local churches or, or missions or ministries, to be able to send my blankets there to furnish those cities and states as well, because it's everywhere. It's not just in Portland and Though I'm starting here because this is my hometown, I still want to help everywhere if I possibly can. So definitely a much bigger, much bigger goal, um, continuing handmade just because of the amount of time and care and love that it, mm-hmm. that it brings to one person. Um, and then just hopefully being able to provide shelter at some point. That's fantastic. Well, well, we'll continue to check in with you as you go through this journey and pray for you and wish you the best as, as you get started on this. Again, handmadetothestreets.com is the website. I encourage you to go there, follow the link to the Kickstarter campaign that still needs about $800 to get funded and keep going. And that needs to happen by April 8th. So log on now, go to their website. And Ashley, and thanks so much for giving of your time and resources and for seeing a need, trying to meet it as best you can. And it really is an inspiration to us all that anything that one person can do can really make a difference for somebody. Thank you so much. I truly appreciate your time. And I hope everyone listening either just wants to help someone else. You can always volunteer. We can definitely use it. And I definitely appreciate your time today, Paul. I'm very, very grateful for that. This has been the Pulse of Portland with Paul Van Sickle. Email comments, questions, and topic ideas to publicaffairs at kkpz.com. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. 
Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.